Hello and welcome to the Women in Consulting podcast. I'm Janet Whitelaw-Jones, co-founder of the Women's Consulting Workshop. Together with Helen Moratti, we support women working in consulting in the international development and social impact space. In this podcast, we speak with women all over the world about their consulting journey. We listen, we learn, we support, and we all get better at what we do. Hi, everyone. Welcome to today's episode. Today, it is Helen and I talking about the six questions to ask at the end of the year. So we just thought this was a really nice framework to consider how your year has been, because if we don't reflect on the year that has been, um, it's difficult to understand where we want to go in the future. So sit back, find yourself a comfortable spot and join us. Hi, everyone. So today we have an episode with Helen and I, because this is the time of year when we can be really intentional. Now, we know that you may be super busy um, because for many of us, this is a holiday season. For us, it's Christmas and we're busy with kids stuff and family stuff. But there's also something that is quite neat and tidy, something about coming to the end of the year that makes me really want to sit and, and reflect and it could be the the darkness that we've got in the northern hemisphere at the minute um it doesn't get light really until eight o'clock in the morning and it tends to get sort of dark again around four o'clock so i do a lot of candle lighting and early mornings and really noticing the season and this time of year really uh it really encourages me to reflect on the year and I know Helen we were just saying that that's pretty similar for both of us yes mm. and I think it I think in our in our work we know well I, I've always been aware that I think you do this more intentionally than I would have done previously I think for me this is a fairly new practice and um, but it sounds like for you this is something that you've done on a fairly regular basis is that right I think yeah I think in the last um five years or so just just having uh tried to to structure my life in a way that you know meets my um family values and and Mm. personal and professional values I think yes I have I have kind of been doing this but not not as um in a a systematic way um, Mm. that we're talking about in this session Mm. but I think it's been doing that and having that process kind of ongoing in, in in the back of my mind it's been so kind of reassuring and, and empowering I know that mm. word's used uh, and overused but it really has given me that kind of um foundational clarity in in mm-hmm. what, what I'm doing and why um mm. so yeah I love I love the idea of, of this reflection and stop taking brilliant and I guess so it's a, so it's a really good time to stop and reflect on what's happened over the year and Helen and I I mean we both work a lot in evaluation and because because of that I think we like to do it in a fairly structured way so at the end of each consulting project we do we have a series of questions that we ask our clients to help us get better at what we do and the same is true of our year and so with that we wanted to share a framework with you for an end of year reflection. So here's what we're going to do. We're just going to take you through what we do. Um, There's six questions that we ask. So 
If you want to find a quiet space, you can do it along with us or you can note down the questions and find a quiet few hours where you can think freely on the past year. Um, And for us, this is really part of our self-care. Spending time reflecting on our year is a form of self-love and can be really inspirational and motivating for where you want to go next. We don't know if you can't define and reflect on the, the past year, then it's more difficult to intentionally and powerfully move into the next year. Okay, so it's it's really just about acknowledging what happened and actually writing it down, not just sitting and thinking about it, but really noting it down and then being curious about different aspects of your year and accepting them. Okay. So the the first thing we need to do is is really inventory each of the things, each of the goals or things that you were working on. Write down what is happening. Uh, that's our first question. What happened? Let's start there. Things that you can celebrate. Um, so celebrate the things that you achieved and and let this feeling sort of settle in of accomplishment because I think often we can we cannot celebrate enough the achievements that we've had over the year. And actually, it's really important energy to use uh, as we want to go ahead and accomplish new goals. And if we don't sit in this in this uh, accomplishment feeling, then often we, yeah, we don't, we don't carry that energy into our next year. So sometimes we'll have accomplished goals that we did, uh, we did intend to accomplish. And then other times we will have accomplished things that were, that we hadn't written down, that we hadn't intended to. So the point of this question is really to write everything down. Did you get any new clients? How many days did you work? Did you get paid enough or what, what, what you wanted to get paid for those days? Did clients pay you on time? Did you do the work that you intended to do? And what did you love most about the whole year when you reflect on the whole year? So that's really where to start. Helen, do you have anything else to add into that question? The what happened question? Yeah, I think it's great. It's a great question. And all those um, sub questions are really important. And I I guess another one that we could potentially add here is um, which piece of work did you love the most and think Mm. about why? Because then that can help you understand. Sometimes we, you know, we do all these different pieces of consulting work and without really thinking about what, what we're getting out of them. Uh, either in terms of learning or, or, or you know, satisfaction, the, the impact that we're having. So I think that could be added. Mm-hmm. That's a great one. Yeah, that's a great one. Brilliant. Okay, so what happened? That's the first one um, with those sub-questions. Um, Helen, do you want to do the next one? Sure. So so then um, we move on to what didn't happen and what did you want to uh, to do that you didn't um, manage to, to do? Um, so you may have set goals uh, that you perhaps didn't achieve either in full or partly and and be kind with yourself when you're doing this exercise don't we, we, we can <laughs> tend to be a bit overcritical uh, for sure um, and and just be honest with yourself and and you know ask is this a goal that I, I want to keep or do I should I let it go mm, that's um, a great question <laughs> yeah you know we don't need to take everything with us this is yeah. this is these are our, it's our life and, and we have the the control to 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 change things if it's not going as we'd uh, anticipated. Mm. So, so think about, do, do you have uh, incomplete conversations or failures if you want to think of them as failures um, and just let them go and forgive yourself for doing those things. Mm. 
and so that that kind of letting things go is really important because that's going to allow you to free up space um, uh, and allow you to get back into a zone and a space where you can focus on what you really do want mm. um, and dreams that you, you didn't say out loud but they didn't get done also think about those you know we, we don't necessarily always write things down but there are things at the back of your mind that you've you've got uh, that are driving you um, try and make those explicit and write them down mm. okay mm-hmm. um, and this links to the first question in thinking about any clients that you you perhaps wanted to work with but you didn't get chance to um, mm. and think about how you can make that that happen mm-hmm. and and in, in terms of days as well uh, you may not have hit your target on days but uh, that's fine you will have hit some of you will have achieved some of those days and don't beat yourself up about it mm. I, I think being clear here is the point of this exercise is getting clarity mm-hmm. and writing it down so that then you can plan and I think we'll do another session on on planning, won't we? Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, yeah. The writing it down. So two things from from that bit. I think that it really struck me. the The first one is don't beat yourself up because um, I think as women we. Um, well, I'm just going to speak for myself here. I like to beat myself up by all sorts of things that I didn't get done, um, and actually having permission just to let those go. Um, you know, or to sit in that sadness that I didn't get it done, and then move along is really helpful otherwise I could sit in it for days um you know and and then and then that's the space that I occupy and and it doesn't the thing is it doesn't really serve me uh so actually being able to put yourself forgive yourself for those things are really brilliant Helen I think that's excellent and then writing it down yeah the writing it down I don't know what there's some I know there's some kind of brain hand thing I can't remember there's definitely some science behind actually physically writing it down rather than typing it Absolutely. And I think, and you know, when I look back, I've, I've got a journal and you look back on things that I wrote three years ago and it's really, it's just really nice <laughs> to see what was there and see some, some of it has, mm. has been achieved and some of it hasn't and things have changed and my priorities have changed. And mm. I think, so it, kind of having that um, historical um, view, I think is really good. Mm. And and I think the other thing, just picking up on what you said about, you know, don't be, beat yourself up. Um, we are often our worst uh, crit- critique and, um, I remember reading something about uh, kind of negative self-talk and, and uh, encouraging encouraging us to think about, okay, well, how would you talk to your best friend? And how mm. if, if she was, if you were having this conversation, she or he, uh, with them, how would you talk to them about um, or coach them through what, what hadn't happened that they'd mm. wanted to happen? And I think the, lang- the kind of language that you would use would probably be different to the language you, you have going on in your head. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. So that might be useful. That's really useful because I think we're probably much kinder um, if we think of it like that than than this, this normal sort of self-critic. That's really helpful. Brilliant. Right. That was number two. Number three, lessons and learning. So what is great here is really to pick out the top five, five to ten. I know that's quite a range. Biggest lessons. Um, what can we uh what can we use that happened last year or happened this year to get better in the future were there things that we already knew but we learned in a different way um a big one is uh, for consultants anyway is boundaries um it's classic did we learn did we learn anything new there about boundaries did we have to you know just sit in that boundaries what did you learn about boundaries from different clients and also from working with other consultants what 
you know, what did you learn from from observing what other consultants do um, around boundaries? Did you see consultants who will work all hours, no matter, or did you did you see some people push back? And if they pushed back um, against a client's unrealistic demands, if they were unrealistic, then how did they do that? Did they do that in a firm but kind way? Did they do that in a in a ratty way? You know, what what can you take that, that from that that, that that you can learn from? Um, the other question, which is also a biggie for consultants, is did we learn anything about our fee rates? Um, you know, how many times uh, did we get rejected on our fee rates? Was it were our fee rates generally accepted? Did we have to have long conversations about the fee rate? So basically, it, is our fee rate serving us? Um, what's going on there? Is there anything we can learn that we can take to, into next year? I'm just jumping in here to let you know about a brand new way you can work with us called the Consultant Clinic. This is for you if you have a specific question related to your consulting practice or you just want to check in with an experienced consultant because sometimes you just need to talk something through. This is a completely confidential service from the Women's Consulting Workshop and you can find out more on our website womensconsultingworkshop.com forward slash the consultant clinic. And now back to the show. I think as we reflect on those first questions, maybe we pick out um, lessons that are worth holding on to, because again, everything about looking backward informs what we're going to do next in the next few, you know, the next year. And these can inform our goals for next year. Um, Look at the strategies that you thought would work that didn't work. So maybe this year you had a, I'm going to get better on LinkedIn, um, for example, and you you threw everything into it and actually no work came from LinkedIn or, you know, it was, it didn't deliver what you thought it would. Um, was there, is there a way that you're going about that, that you could maybe, that, that you thought didn't work, that, that maybe you need to change? Um, a big question here is how to avoid doing more of what isn't working. So if something isn't working, then then you need to reevaluate that. Um, but first of all, you need to identify what's not working. Okay. What are the things that you're doing to bring in your best clients? Um, write this down. Who, first of all, you need to figure out who your best clients are. What is it that you actually like about them? Um, and, and what can you do to bring in more clients like that? And this is super, super personal for each consultant. Because if you don't write it down, then you won't realize what is driving your best clients, what is it, what it is that you like working about with them? What is it that you uh, do not like about working with others? So it's also just really good to note down. Um, anything else to add there, Helen? Uh, just that that's a really great one, the lesson learning uh, mm. piece. And, and you know, I mean, we talk about it a lot. Um, I, I learn from you all the time in the way that you do things. Um, Likewise. <laughs> and pick, and pick, pick things up, pitch yeah. things. Um, and, and working in consulting teams, I think for me, this is the, um, mm. the best thing because mm. uh, especially when you're working with new, new consultants, uh, you, you see the kind of language that's used in meetings um, where people are uh, uh, managing scope well. Um, uh, it's hugely valuable to me to, to be able to work with different people and, and um, see what works and, and sometimes what doesn't work and, you know, um, but yeah, I love that team working, yeah. learning aspect. And it, yeah. And just, and just kind of being able to sit and I think most of this is actually just being able to put some space for reflection, yeah. um, uh, in, 
into our working life because if we're constantly running from piece of work to piece of work then we don't get that chance and then actually it's very difficult for any learning or to have actually happen mm-hmm. okay number four number four yeah no this is a good one <laughs> this can be really difficult but so number four is is about uh, identifying your qualities strengths and superpowers mm. um with this one we just need to sit for a moment and focus in on on what your superpower is mm. what is it that makes you unique and different to to colleagues and and what brings you power in your work um so this is also about celebrating yourself and writing down uh, your strengths and qualities now it's much easier said than done and i think uh, most people probably find this quite challenging to do mm-hmm. especially if it's the first time that you're thinking about it and and asking yourself this question mm-hmm. um, and I know we found it helpful um, to ask other people what they uh, believe our superpowers are we've done it for each other and, mm-hmm. and we've both asked other people as well and um, it can be really surprising the, the feedback that you get actually and and help you to um, uh, understand what your um, superpowers are in other people's eyes and often other people perceive as might quite, they might perceive as quite differently to, to mm. the way that we do ourselves mm. and this requires you to make yourself vulnerable um which you know is hard i'm not a great fan of making myself vulnerable um although uh i think uh it's really useful even though i think it's one of the my least favorite things to do um but because it requires you to because you're asking people what your superpower is if they identify something that or they don't identify something that you thought was your superpower then then you can be left wondering a bit but it's all a conversation and i think this is such a this one is all about celebration and i love it um but yes you're right helen it's it can be really challenging if it's the first time that you've actually asked yourself this mm-hmm. For sure. Great one, though. It's a great one. Right. This next one I find fascinating. So this uh, is all about what we tolerate and where the energy drains were in the past year. And this is such an important question because we all have limited time. We all have uh, other things and, you know, families or hobbies or pets or whatever that we're that we're doing. Work is one part of our life, but there are other things, right? So therefore, if there are things that are draining our focus um, and are maybe a little in our blind spot, it can really weigh us down in our professional life. So the question here is, what are we putting up with in our professional life? Right. And this can be as simple as broken stuff lying around our office. Um, it can be, you know, just a really messy desk. I mean, it can be really simple or it could be someone that we're working with that drains our energy. Um, it could be something around having poor processes. So, for example, if you have a really inefficient filing system, if you're, you know, if you're constantly going where do I, where did I put that document? I need to send this thing. I need to sign a contract with this. I need to set out uh, an associate um, agreement. I have a template. Where is it? And every time you have to go and look for that thing, it takes you maybe a minute longer, but it's actually not the time that it takes you. It's the emotional effort of going to find it. So if you have poor processes, then it's likely that you're spending too much time on, on admin and and actually, that will, over the year, completely drain you. And it may even 
sort of be a barrier to doing the admin and the finance and the other things that you need to do if you're running your own uh, your own consulting firm. So it's really important that you identify what these are. And again, it's just sitting with it, sitting thinking, what am I putting up with in my professional life? Is it is it a thing, a process? What doesn't quite work? What is irritating me? Is it a person? If it is, what do I need to do about that? But it's it's really this is really powerful. Um, and, and then we can flip this, um, and turn it into a goal for, for the next year, which I love. So you don't, you don't leave it at that. That's brilliant, Janet. And, and if I can give you an example, cause I haven't mm, had please. a chance to tell you, but thank you. You, um, <laughs> you helped me with, with one of these recently oh. because I, so one of the things that I'm sure we all, um, dread as consultants is doing the uh, invoicing process and mm. um, timesheets uh, and all the rest of it and you know we've we've become much more systematic with our timesheets and we use toggle which is great um, but I'd been I hadn't realized that I could uh, export my time sheets as excel uh, mm. which actually has it saved me so many hours <laughs> um, <laughs> this time around because you know I'm working for different clients Every, each client has their own template and and uh, most of them are Excel and, in, you know, you need to record your time in those templates and that process can take such a long time. But having been able to convert it to Excel saved me uh, masses of time this time. So mm. thank you. <laughs> you <dealt laughs> You're <very> welcome. <laughs> it's a great example. Yeah, because every time you go to do it, you just kind of like I can. My heart sinks. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the thing is, it's, it's being able to identify what are the things that you're that in your business where your heart sinks because that's an energy drain and that's and uh that's your body telling you that this is what you're tolerating and the thing is that we all have to do admin we all have to do finance we all have to do accounts and and yes that's true but you can make it better you can make it more pleasant it doesn't have to be an energy drain you can Mm. you can make it into something that's actually exciting you know, the, the accounts is a, is a great thing to do in your business. Invoicing is great. It's bringing money into your business. Right. And so just flipping how we see it is, a is I think really powerful, but, but sitting, first of all, figuring out what it is that are the energy drains is really important. Excellent. Okay. We're on to the last one. We're on to number six. Number six. And it's a good one. Um, Mm -hmm. so this is, this is all about gratitude. Uh, Mm -hmm. so it's a nice one to end on. Um, and, and, you know, just writing down all the wonderful people and things and work that, that came into your life this year. Um, who did you connect with that really made a difference um, mm. to your personal, professional life? And, and acknowledge, um, acknowledge these people and think about what's been exciting about those connections. You know, we all take different things and we mm. all give different things to different people. Um, and and I, uh, I find it really nice, actually, just to think about what those different things are. Mm. Um, in the different connections mm-hmm. um and if we can identify this and 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 why it's uh, special and why it's wonderful uh, it's just a really nice uh, boost um at the end of the year you know we've the example of the women's consulting workshop i'm super super um grateful to janet for all the energy and um and time she puts into it and um and I'm grateful for the, the existence of the group because it it, it just provides that uh, connection mm. with other consultants mm. and, and being able to see consultants connect and go for mm. work together and seeing organisations find people that they're looking for. It's just a really nice feeling um, mm. to see it happening and growing. 
I love that. Yeah, mm. I'm with you. Um, and likewise, Helen, you know, the, the the I think the growth of the Women's Consulting Workshop into a space where where you can people can connect and see, and you're right, seeing those connections, but also writing down that we're grateful for it is huge. Um, I love to see that people are working together and finding each other, which is great. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm totally on board with that. And then also things like which is there a client like that we're really grateful mm-hmm. for this year? And again, it's it's a bit of a a reflection on I guess the good things about certain clients. You know, was there a particular person who we worked with that we that really helped us in some way or really helped us see something in a different way? Anyway, I I really like this question, and I love that it's the last one <laughs> because it's such a positive way to. Um, to end this you know the review of your year so yeah I I love it um and I guess sort of on that note sitting once you've done this exercise just again read back and reflect on each question and what you answered um and see if there's patterns or see if there's you know see what you can see what's possible to take you forward and and we're going to do another we'll do another uh, episode on you know plans for next year uh, and what you know how to set goals and how to you know those those kinds of things but for this season it's just this reflection um and and noting down what has actually happened and what was good and what can celebrate and I I love that so that's that's brilliant thank you yeah thanks Janet that was a lovely conversation yeah thank you bye bye Thanks for joining me this week. We're really thrilled to have you with us on this journey. We'll be back next week with more. Until then, we'd be so grateful if you would review our podcast as this really does help get the word out and means we can help more women in consulting.